You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. than freaking Chris Rock at this point, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. First and foremost, I want to welcome you guys back to the Rewind. Now, usually I tell you guys what I got into the week before, but honestly, I didn't really do that much last week. I think I did a couple things, but nothing really worth talking about. So we're just going to keep it moving. And actually, we're going to go into a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to get into some local news. And then, of course, the Rewind. Hey there, it's Trey Holiday, And of course, Vesa and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab some items. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. They have some of the most unique bags, shoes, and accessories. I mean, the whole shebang. It's always a good time when I get to shop with my girl, Vesa. Make sure you go check out Market Street Shoes, y'all, and you too can walk out with some dope gear. All right, you guys, let's keep the show moving. Of course, you're watching Rewind with Besa. And in local Seattle news, apparently they're not going to allow bikes anymore at uh, Seattle's Green Lake Park. Apparently this was started during the pandemic to give people more room to walk because you guys know when the pandemic first, first started, all everything was closed unless it was like a grocery store so you could still go to the parks and things like that but they wanted for people that were just outside getting a little fresh air to be able to maneuver well they're making it to where this ban is going to at least last all the way until june okay so basically unless you're pushing a kid in a stroller you're really not allowed to be on green lake with anything that has wheels so make sure that if you want to use wheels i don't know go to alki but no tea no shade i can honestly understand why people would go to a green lake over alki it just gets way too damn crowded these days. Now, remember last week when I was talking about all of the pot shop robberies and everything that's just been going on at the dispensaries? Not even gonna front you guys. I went to the dispensary, I wanna say earlier this week, and I was so on edge. I'm just like, sometimes the more that you know, the more paranoid that you can be. Like, I'm literally in there in line, just like, I'm gonna need you guys to hurry up because I don't need nobody running up in here and I'm not trying to get caught up in no mess. And unfortunately, that's how I feel these days. And I shouldn't have to feel uneasy when I go to the dispensary. I literally remember saying last week, I do not want to go to the dispensary and feel like I cannot fill up my vape pen. And I feel like I'm going to have to like, you know, dutch and dodge bullets or something like that. I literally had the random thought of, okay, if somebody comes in, I'm going to hide behind the ATM. Like I should, <laughs> I should not have to be thinking like that, but that's the reality that we're in right now. So check this out. Two teens are actually wanted for a murder. Okay. Apparently they've done a sting of robberies at pop shops. If I'm not mistaken, these are the two that robbed the pawn shop and then they ended up robbing one of the dispensaries. Like, and you know what's even sadder you guys, aside from the fact that they are robbing dispensaries and other people of that nature, one is 16 and one is 15. When I was 16 and 15, the last thing on my mind was carrying a gun and robbing somebody. So it just, it really just makes me wonder what the heck is going on with these kids to where they even feel like they have to go that damn far to get what they need. Like, are times that hard in their home? Are they like runaways and they just don't wanna be at home? 
because you know when you watch things like the wire which yes i was very very late in watching the wire but i'm very very happy that i actually watched it because it showed me a different side of life to where some kids do things that's real crazy like stealing selling drugs etc etc but that's their only way like they have no other choice and sometimes they just don't know anything else i forget what one of the characters names was but he was raising all his little all these little kids it was like five or six kids and this dude was like 15 years old so i'm wondering if something like that is going on with these teens because it is crazy to me for you to be 16 or 15 years old robbing pawn shops robbing dispensaries and catching murder charges and then one of them apparently has a freaking prosthetic leg like what is happening here so look definitely sending prayers out to all the dispensaries that have been robbed i'm also sending prayers out to these kids because goddamn clearly they need some healing now in more Seattle news, apparently the mayor of Seattle has announced that he is currently searching for the next permanent police chief. Now you guys have to remember, during the protest, I remember when, um, oh my goodness, who, what was that lady's name? Uh, chief Bess. I remember when she was the chief and then Durkin was the mayor. And I remember when everybody was calling for them to resign and they were both like, we're not gonna resign. We're not going anywhere. Are you gonna retire? No, I'm not retiring. I don't plan on retiring either. I don't know what they're talking about. Just for them to both leave offices, child. Anyways, ever since Chief Best ended up leaving, they've been trying to find a new permanent police chief. I do remember them appointing the guy that's the chief now and they pretty much did say it was gonna be temporary. So I'm wondering if he's going to end up taking the job, but at the same time, it's like if you're, <laughs> If you're putting out a call to action to find a new permanent police chief, maybe he doesn't want it. I don't know. We'll keep you guys posted on that because at the end of the day, whoever the new police chief is, that is important for me to know, being that I actually do live in Seattle. And I need to know who you are and what you're about and what your values are so I can know if I'm going to have problems when I leave the house or not. So far, you know, things have been real quiet these days, but I also feel like things are quiet because we don't have as many cops on the force anymore, which makes it to where, you know, response times are a little slower. All right, you guys, we're going to go to another commercial break. And when we come back, you already know I got to give you an update on Brittany Griner. Welcome back. You're still locked into Rewind with Besa. And here's what's going on with Brittany Griner. As I told you guys last week, she's still in jail. And I want to say that her jail sentence has been extended until May 19th or at least May 15th, one of the two. And some of her uh, WNBA teammates are actually speaking out. Now, while the rest of us are over here like, oh, my God, she's 6'4 and, you know, she's, you know, part of the LGBTQ community, maybe they were like targeting her. Other members of the WNBA are now speaking out and they're saying, look, this could have been any of us being that we actually have to go over there. I don't know which one, actually, you know what, I lied. Brianna Stewart actually said, the big thing is the fact that we have to go over there. It was Brittany Griner, but it could have been any of us. WNBA players need to be valued in their country and they won't have to play overseas. Now, believe it or not, here in the States, um, WNBA players really only make like $150,000, but overseas, well, let me not, $150,000 to $500,000, but overseas, they can make like a million dollars. Like this Brianna chick is making like a million dollars overseas. So she's like, look, we don't have a choice but to go overseas. I remember when the whole Britney Griner thing even happened and we were all like, why was she even over there? Why would she be there? She had to be there because she was on, <laughs> she's playing over there right about now. And apparently she goes back and forth and they have to because the WNBA is not valued the same way that the NBA is, which means they don't get paid well. And I've definitely heard about that over the years that when you go overseas, a lot of times women in the WNBA get paid way more, which is so sad. 
bad. But at the same time, when they go overseas, crap like this happens. So look, definitely gonna keep updating you guys on what's going on with Brittany Griner. So far, no new updates, just a couple of her teammates speaking out. Now I wanna play this video of a TikToker. I can't remember what her name is. I wanna say she's actually a singer. And she went to a city bank to deposit a $30,000 check that her dad gave her. Child, why did they call the cops on her? This video is about three or four minutes, but you gotta watch it in its entirety. Check it out. My worst fear. Like, actually my worst fear. Alternative rock singer Baby Storm says that worst nightmare came true last Tuesday. She need to keep the check for further investigation to see where it came from. Okay, well she just told me that she, that she does not confiscate checks. It happened at the Citibank on the infamous Sunset Boulevard. A bank teller allegedly took Storm's check, refused to deposit it into her bank account, and told her it had to be verified. She says neither the teller nor the manager would give the check back. I said, do you confiscate the checks of everyone who comes in here? She said, no. I said, so why did you confiscate mine? Yeah, because the back office need to investigate more on that check. Okay, but if that's the case, then why don't you confiscate the checks of everyone else who comes in here? You don't want to cash the check because it's a $30,000 check no, and I'm black and you're telling me you can't yeah, verify yeah. it. She says they stopped her from leaving the bank and called police, all because she started recording. Now they're locking me in the bank. You didn't lock you in the bank. Yeah, you're, you're locking me. If, if it's closed, okay. Thank you very much. So that door, that door is unlocked? No. So that door is unlocked? Only this down, so no customer coming. Okay, so, okay, so no problem. So that door is unlocked? All of them is unlocked. Okay, no problem. But you have to wait here until police came. She says the teller then told security to get her car description. I was practically in there begging her to call my father so that he could give her whatever information, you know, she needed and she refused. You can't control what these tellers are gonna do especially as a black person. Baby Storm says that she will be filing a lawsuit against Citibank anyway. You know, what they did to me, it is it's unacceptable. It shouldn't have been done to anyone. And to be honest, I've, even if I wasn't, you know, gonna press charges for myself, I feel like I have a moral responsibility to do it for everyone else who has been in my situation. And that's a lot of people. Now, the Shade Room did receive a statement from Citibank. It says in part, quote, that we have spoken with Janice Moffis, which is Baby Storm's real name, and are now working closely with her to resolve the issue in question. We're taking this matter seriously and have launched a thorough investigation into what transpired on Tuesday. Baby Storm says that her family makes an honest living. Her dad is from Nigeria. He's a self-made entrepreneur, successful. Her mom is also in the medical field. Now she says that she now plans to, to start a nonprofit organization. She wants to help people that have gone through similar experiences with maybe some legal help and support in the future. Now what's crazy about this is that this reminds me so much of the Brian Coogler situation where he went to the bank and he wanted to take out like $12,000 and he wrote a note and they ended up calling the cops on them because they weren't comfortable. And I share all of this to say, I need the world to understand that black people have money now, okay? like. 
is it, do people not know that black people are actually making six figures these days normally? Like it's not abnormal for black people to make six figures, millions and more. Like I, it's so crazy to me because at the end of the day, if she was a blonde haired, blue eyed white girl going in there trying to, you know, cash her check from her father, she wouldn't have had these issues, all right? They wouldn't have confiscated that check like that. They wouldn't have called the check. They wouldn't have called the cops like that. And then you even have this lady that works for a bank that's like, they could have verified it. So I just really want for bank tellers to get their mess together because now you guys are getting put on blast because you're starting to play around with the wrong people. You're playing around with black people that actually have audiences now. And just because maybe you work at the bank and you don't make that kind of money and maybe you feel like that kind of money is so unattainable, I don't understand why you have to put your insecurities on the next black person that walks in, especially when it's a black person that's calling the cops. Like, I just don't understand. It is absolutely appalling and you guys need to get it together. I really feel like it should be part of your code of conduct to actually not sit here and judge somebody by what they look like and assume that they can't. Run the check, see if the money is in the account and cash it and go on about your goddamn day. Why are y'all so damn quick to call the cops and try to get people jacked up? I don't understand the point that you guys are trying to prove, but it's absolutely sickening and I hope that she does too. Now, in case you guys don't know, I freaking love Lizzo and apparently she recently dropped a new line called Yitty. It is basically shapewear for women. I think this is amazing because I don't know if you guys heard, Kim Kardashian has a a shapewear line called skims and people have been calling her out because they're saying that these skims are way too damn tiny one girl was like she ordered an extra large and she was like there was no way that this is an extra large so for Lizzo to not only come out with a line but for the line to be from extra small to 6x I think that is absolutely amazing and also Lizzo has a new show called uh I want to say it's called make room for the big girls or give it up for the big girls I don't know but basically it's on Amazon Prime I want to say it's about eight episodes and literally she's looking for new dancers but it's not just like your normal I'm looking for a dancer show. She's literally teaching these women how to love themselves. She's having them go through different um, mental evaluations of what makes it to where you doubt yourself. What holds you back? What makes it to where you don't want to wear your natural hair out? What makes you love yourself less? What makes it to where you're not seeing the beauty that you really have in yourself in the mirror? Like her whole thing is it's way more about just being on the dance team. Like it's the whole package. That freaking show had me in tears and I absolutely enjoyed it. So if you ever need like a little pick me up, a little inspiration, watch Beyonce or check out Lizzo's new show on Amazon Prime. All right, you guys, we're gonna go to another commercial break. And when we come back, let me see if I'm missing anything. Mm, no, I'm not. We're gonna get to the foolishness that happened at the Oscars. Now, first and foremost, Welcome back. In case you guys did not know, Beyonce actually opened up the Oscars, but nobody talked about that. I actually had to see a clip of Beyonce opening up the Oscars on the freaking shade room. And I was like, what, Beyonce was there? Who knew? Then Megan Thee Stallion also performed at the Oscars. Nobody talked about that. I saw like one video of that. You know why? Because a little bit later, Will Smith decided to smack fire out of Chris Rock, okay? I'll try to find an edited version of the video to put it in there in case you guys forgot. I don't know how you could though. Now, since then, everybody has been waiting to see if Will Smith was going to apologize. And he actually did apologize. It was very lengthy, but you can see it in the screenshot. Um, rumor was going around that Chris Rock was actually potentially going to press charges. And apparently he said that he wasn't going to press charges. Believe it or not, Will Packer said that LAPD pulled up on them. Check out this video of Will Packer saying what happened when um, LAPD pulled up and came to uh, Chris Rock's uh, dressing room. The LAPD came to his office and spoke to Rock. They were saying, you know, 
this is battery was the word they used in that moment. They said, uh, we will go get him. We are prepared. We're prepared to get him right now. You can press charges. We can arrest him. You have, they were laying out the options. And as they were talking, Chris was, he was being very dismissive of those options. He was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. He was like, no, no, no. Now, aside from Chris Rock not pressing charges, believe it or not, he actually had a tour going on, okay? With the tour, he ended up selling so many freaking tickets that I want to say his show actually sold out. And some of the tickets were going for about a thousand freaking dollars, okay? And ever since then, people have been spotting Chris Rock out and just, you know, he kind of just looked a little bit somber, okay? He doesn't necessarily look himself. I wouldn't really look myself either if I got smacked on not only national television, but television that is shown all over the freaking world, okay? There are rumors going around that Chris Rock didn't know that um, Jada Pinkett actually had alopecia. And currently, apparently the Recording Academy is talking about potentially taking away Will Smith's um, award. I'm not gonna read the whole thing. I'm not gonna read the whole statement. I'm just gonna like put the text up here. But what do you guys think? At this particular point, I think that we've all seen and heard enough about this particular situation to know that, look, it kind of just is what it is. You know what I mean? I'm actually waiting for Chris Rock to do a show and actually talk about it because he did recently do a show and he said that he's still processing it and he'll talk about it whenever he's ready. was not having good numbers and once this whole thing happened obviously everybody dropped what they were doing and turned on the Oscars heck even I was like let me figure out if I can watch the Oscars and I never actually watch it so some people are saying that it could have been staged I feel like why would they stage something like this because it made everybody look bad but you know how people like to talk about humiliation rituals and things of that nature so we don't know I don't know either way you guys we're gonna go to a quick commercial break definitely post your thoughts below on if you think that Will Smith should get his um, award taken away do you think that uh chris rock is owed some money and do you think that chris rock will ever actually talk about what happened when the pandemic hit it did affect me as a barber i had my own personal reasons why i didn't get vaccinated at the time i didn't check the actual source i thought the vaccine was developed too fast but i was talking to a doctor and he was telling me more about the vaccine and what it could do to protect us and our family 
I wanted to get back to that once was, right? I do feel safe knowing that I am vaccinated. I just hope what I'm saying is reaching into people's heads to know that this is the best decision for all of us. All right, you guys, that is it for this week's episode of Rewind with Besa. And I want to wish you all a happy, happy weekend. I recently actually shared um, a little meme on my Instagram and I thought it was so dope. And I just think it was really timely with everything that's been going on lately. But it was like, you owe some people your absence. It's time for you to deliver on that. And I was like, you know what? I feel like it's me time. And when I say me time, I mean doing things for yourself, doing things that make you feel good. Sometimes I'll go out and I'll have dinner just by myself. Sometimes I'll just go to just do random things by myself. And part of it, I think it's because I am an only child. So I'm used to just being alone, but also I just like my space. So look, if you guys have been having a crazy, crazy week, definitely take some time, take a little bubble bath, go for a walk, go out, get a drink by yourself, sit at the bar, get all cute. I do it all the time. Like you'll think I'm going on a date when really I'm just going there by myself just to relax and just decompress for the week. All right. So look, make sure that you guys take some time for yourself this weekend, especially on Sunday. And until next time, keep it with me on social media at Basa Gordon. And you already know, listen to me weekends on Gemin 107.5 and Sundays on B95 in Fresno. Bye. Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.